Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What do you do when you're feeling desperate about having a baby and your partner says they're scared? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my, male 44, second-born son, male 13, is a constant reminder of my wife's, female 43, affair, and I'm growing to resent him for it. Where do I go from here? I'll give you full context before I get into my current situation. I'm 44-year-old male, married a 43-year-old female. We were high school sweethearts who stayed together during university and married young. From the beginning, I've known my wife is my soulmate and I've never desired any woman other than her. Our oldest son is 16. After he was born, my wife and I had some marital trouble. Our schedules were off and we struggled with finding time to be intimate and to actually act like husband and wife. During this period, I discovered that she had an ongoing affair with a senior work colleague. We separated briefly, but reconciled. Shortly after we reconciled, she told me she was pregnant. I should note at this point that she at first didn't believe she was pregnant as she had gotten her period during the first 12 weeks of her pregnancy. Our second baby arrived and as he began to grow, I became suspicious of how different he looked to both me and my other son. My wife agreed to a paternity test and, as I thought, the baby was not mine. I was broken but decided that as I deeply loved both my wife and my two sons, I would do my best to get past this revelation and I sincerely believed for a while that I had. We had a third son a couple of years later and have since lived a happy life together. My wife seemed sincerely sorry for her affair, committed to therapy, and since then I have had absolutely no reason to doubt her fidelity. Her colleague moved away shortly after their affair ended, and they've not been in contact since. However, over the years, the situation has started to eat away at me for a number of reasons, and I'm not sure how much longer I can continue. It is incredibly clear that the second child is not mine. He looks nothing like me or his brother's. It has never come up in conversation, but I do worry that I'm a laughingstock in our community. I'm a short and slim man. My wife's affair partner was very tall and athletic, and the boy has his genes. At age 13, he's already almost as tall as I am. It is very clear that in a couple of years, he will tower over me. Part of me believes that the boy is aware of this deep down. He is disobedient and disrespectful at times, far more so than his brothers are. We had a heated row recently that resulted in him trying to get physical with me before I de-escalated the situation. This is no worry to me currently, he's only 13 after all, but as he grows could cause problems. He's already taller and stronger than my oldest son. They generally got on well growing up, but since starting high school, he has started to occasionally bully my oldest son, who's an introverted and shy boy. This may be the most unhinged one, so apologies in advance. The boy is good at everything. He's already among the quickest and strongest in his class. He plays for a few sports teams where he excels. He's a talented musician and regularly appears on gifted and talented lists at school. I am regularly told that I should be very proud of my son and the itch is becoming unbearable. What do I do from here? Where do I go? 
I honestly feel like these aren't the thoughts of a sane man, but at the same time, they make sense. I feel tortured on a day-to-day basis by a constant reminder that my wife sought out an affair with a man who is physically superior and more successful than I am. A man who cast her aside and moved on, and now the likelihood is that I'm raising his son as my own. I feel like I'm losing my mind. What can I do from here? Honestly, I think this is the kind of thing that only is truly cut out for some professional help with like therapy, maybe even a family therapy if you're okay with introducing your son to the knowledge that you're not his biological father. Maybe getting over that hurdle and having it all out there and recognized and understood could maybe start helping you on the path to moving past it. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is my 28-year-old female, boyfriend 28-year-old male of 6 years, has only now decided I have to convert to Judaism if I want to marry or have kids with him. It's never been an issue before, we've talked about it many times, we would raise them Jewish but also celebrate Christmas and my traditions. He never was religious, never even had a Shabbat dinner in the whole six years we've been together. We went to the synagogue a few times on holidays and that's it. Since the October 7 war, he has found a new interest in his religion and believes he has to bring Jewish kids into the world to keep his culture going. After six years of an amazing, happy, healthy relationship, he is now basically giving me an ultimatum to convert to Orthodox Jew or we can't have kids. Only a few months ago, we were nearly ready to get engaged. So I'm puzzled and hurt how he can change his mind after six years of an amazing relationship. Do I do it for him? Commit to two years of a difficult, lengthy conversion? Trust my gut that this is a crazy demand so late in our relationship? Break up and be completely and utterly heartbroken? I mean, really, truly, it is a decision you have to make for yourself. Are you happy with converting and living your life that way? On OP's second question, I would just say that I think you would be hard-pressed to find any six-year relationship that breaks up and for them to not be completely and utterly heartbroken. The bottom line is, you converting has to be something that you want. If it's a big enough issue that it is an utter deal-breaker, I mean, like I said, it's almost always going to be heartbreaking. Our next story is, in-laws have rescinded offer to pay for our wedding because we are already married. My partner and I got engaged in early 2022. We had a nice small engagement party with my mother and my partner's parents and siblings. His parents are very wealthy and at the party they offered to contribute a very large amount of money for our wedding. We were very happy with this because we are not wealthy and work jobs that we enjoy but are not high paying. About a month after our engagement, it was found that my mother had cancer. She decided not to do any treatment and instead opted for home hospice care. I was devastated as my father passed away 10 years ago and I have barely any other family. My partner's was very supportive and we decided to have a small home wedding with family only so that my mother could be there. It was a good day but very sorrowful as I knew we did not have much time left. My mother died a few months after we were married. Since then we've been grieving, dealing with my mother's estate and taking our time and planning a much more joyful occasion. We had gotten together a full plan for a celebration within the budget that they had given us at the party a year ago. When we presented this plan to them at their holiday party this past weekend, they acted aghast, as if we were sending them an unexpected bill in the mail. They said that they already paid for our wedding and would not be paying anything more. I asked what they were talking about, and they said that they had paid for our wedding, the wedding at my mother's house. I could not believe what I was hearing. 
They brought some catering platters and flowers from a grocery store. They took photos on their iPhones and emailed them to us. We wore gown and suit from secondhand store. One line keeps ringing in my mind. My partner's mother saying, We wondered if this was what you really wanted but did not want to bother you by asking. I was so upset that I left the party and went home. My partner stayed over there until this morning. He says he doesn't want to talk to them about it yet and wants to give them time to cool off. As if we're somehow... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com on the wrong by asking him to keep their promise. I am furious and he is not speaking to me today. I have no idea what to do. We could have been saving money for our wedding and have had something but now we're left with nothing. We wasted hours, some hours taken off of work, touring venues, going to tastings, talking to vendors, planning. All for this? I'm in tears writing this now as it makes me furious to think these people thought that I was happy with a wedding in a living room with my mother watching half asleep from a morphine drip. How do I even begin to ask these people to keep their promise? I don't even care what amount of money they promised to begin with. The event we planned and are happy with doesn't even encompass half of what they told us they would spend. But it feels like we, I, were robbed. I think it's worth noting that even many of our close friends do not even know that we're married as we did not tell many people. We have very simple rings that we wear, and I just remembered that his parents also offered us some family rings to use as wedding rings and never produce them for us. I think the real issue here is it seemed like there was bad communication going on in this whole thing. I mean, it just probably wasn't very clear to them that you wanted two separate events. Now, out of the blue, now that things didn't go as you didn't communicate, you now come at them being upset because they didn't somehow telepathically understand what you wanted? And I mean, the rings are also kind of indicative of the same thing. Did anybody remember to actually ask for them? Our next story is, my 33-year-old female, fiancé 43-year-old male, isn't excited about me going back to school. We've been dating six years, engaged last year. We bought a house together recently in which we split the mortgage and utilities 50-50. But we don't share finances otherwise. We both work office jobs and make great money. I make more than I can spend and his salary is almost double mine, but I really hate my career and have been meeting with a career counselor at our community college for well over a year and was open with him both about my dislike of my job and that I was considering going back to school. I finally found a program that I was interested in which had a part-time nights and weekend program available so that I wouldn't need to quit my job while attending and it's a fast-track program so the total cost I can pay out of pocket with no loans for my savings. I was really excited to go home and tell him the good news but his reaction wasn't what I expected. He appeared angry and said, don't expect any support from me if you do that. I asked him what he's talking about. 
He said, women always do this. You get a pretty ring on your finger and you all quit your jobs and expect men to take care of you. You probably won't even go to school. You just want to quit work. I was really taken aback because he's never acted like this before. I told him I planned to pay for it all myself and that I wouldn't be leaving my job so I wouldn't need any financial support. To which he replied, that's good because you're not getting a dime from me. Some background info, he's divorced and his ex-wife had quit her job after they married and kind of entertained herself with college classes on his paycheck before they separated so I can only imagine he's being defensive because of this. But financial independence is really important to me and that isn't my goal at all. I just can't get past the nasty things he said. I told him I just want his emotional support, not his money, and he replied, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not sure where to go from here. He won't discuss it with me anymore anytime I try to bring it up. He tells me he's spoken his piece. Obviously, this guy got burnt on a similar situation and is very much in their feelings. It's not fair of them to take it out on OP like this and treat OP like this and just give all of this unnecessary stress to OP who's trying to advance in their life. I mean, I don't know if you can get through to somebody like this, but it would be nice to be able to communicate to them that what they're doing is an absolute crap show of treating their partner. I get it, he's been burnt in the past. But are you proud of being on the same level as the guy who once didn't get any pickles on his burger order? So now every time they go through the drive-thru, they yell to make sure they put pickles on their burger. It just shows to me a lack of capability of regulating their emotions and understanding things rationally. Our next story is, Boyfriend of 10 Years wrote a trilogy of books. Just mentions this for the first time casually. Just learned that my boyfriend of 10 years has written an entire trilogy, almost done with it, 600 pages each, and he's been working on it since before we even got together. In passing, he randomly brought this up. Not for any reason. He still hasn't even shown me. I asked to see it. He told me he would show me sometime, and I asked him to bring it up on his phone, but he wouldn't. Now, I think he thinks I'll just forget. He doesn't think that there's anything weird about the fact that it's been 10 whole years and he's not once mentioned it, had me read one single page, tell me about it. I've never even seen him work on it. I don't know whether to laugh about this or be concerned. For example, I'm a musician, and it's similar to me writing an entire album and not wanting to share it with him. It just seems like something you would want to share with your partner, being such a big thing in life. His reasoning for not sharing it with me was that he didn't see it as a big deal and just a hobby he works on. Writes a whole trilogy, but it's just a small hobby. What can I make of this? I would be very much in my feelings about this. I would be like, why can't they tell me about it? Is it like a romance novel trilogy or like what kind of stuff are they writing that they would rather hide it from their partner of 10 years? I mean, sure, it's a hobby, but you would have at least like noticed them working on it or something. I mean, I get it if it's a very personal and meditative thing almost for them, a judgment-free place to fulfill their creative needs. I would just say after a decade of being together, if they can't even mention it, but out of the blue randomly, especially after having already written a trilogy, it would leave me feeling insecure about how good of a partner I am. Our next story is, I, 32-year-old female, cannot take my husband, 32-year-old male, comments anymore. We're together 7 years and we get along. He cheated several years ago once, that I know of, 5 years ago, but forgave him. However, he cannot stop commenting on other females all the time, even and especially on my friends. I told him many times to stop, but he keeps doing that. For examples, I'm looking at some clothes to buy and ask his opinions. He looks at the model and says, oh, I want that. 
We look at the TV and he keeps saying, wow, or she's a smoke show. We go to the shop and he says, the mannequin is a thirst trap. I look at my Instagram and he says, oh my god, who is that? I invite a friend over and it's all he talks about, likes every single picture of her and asks if I want to be in bed with her. I stopped inviting friends over and don't want to go out with him anymore. Not that we go on dates anymore anyway. We do the deed every day, so that's not the issue. He keeps remarking about how it's natural to also prefer you get females as more fertile. I am exhausted and really want to start dating somebody else or even nobody if this is the behavior I have to endure. I know it's normal being attracted to other people. I am too. But I would never ever say that in front of him or do anything about it. We do have a lease in place in a high cost of living place which is another 10 months to go. Am I exaggerating and is it a good reason to divorce? I think even in healthy relationships, you can even have moments where somebody says, oh, that person is attractive or oh, that person's hot. But I think it goes without saying that this guy overdoes it and just easily steps into absolutely creepy territory. I mean, the way they ogle over OP's friends and like all their pictures and then ask OP if they want. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to be in bed with them? I think that's a more than valid reason to want to separate from somebody. Our next story is, fiancé, 26-year-old male, has invited his best friend, 25-year-old female, on his family vacation instead of me, 25-year-old female. Hi all, I'm really struggling with trying to understand this situation, and I would appreciate some insight outside of my immediate friends and family. Just for some backstory, I met my fiancé, we'll call him D, at the tail end of my freshman year of college. We were friends for a couple of months before finally admitting that we had feelings for each other and we have been inseparable ever since. He's known his girl best friend, S, since his early years of high school. D introduced me to S early on in the relationship as she also attended the same university as us. I always trusted D, so I never had a problem with their friendship. I have platonic male friends that I still keep in close contact with, so having an issue with it would be hypocritical in my eyes. I even developed a friendship with S over the years of us knowing each other, so getting to understand her on a personal level has also made me feel more secure in their closeness. I got engaged to D this summer after years of dating, and I personally believe we have a wonderful and deep love. We typically have very healthy communication, and even if we do not see eye to eye on things, we tend to come to a good middle ground eventually. Fast forward to now, his family typically does a vacation every spring break. The past few years I've not been invited because only close friends or spouses are allowed to join in. Now, I admittedly have felt a tad bit hurt by this in the past, but I always let it go because it's not my family vacation, and I assumed he had no hearsay in who he could bring along unless they met the requirements. So you can probably imagine how excited I was thinking that perhaps I could tag along this year to spend some time getting to know his family much better and getting to spend some extra time with him that isn't the apartment or city we live in. Friday night when he came home from work, 
he started to casually bring up how his family picked a certain beautiful East Coast beach as their destination for this year's family vacation. Which, by the way, got me so excited because I thought he was about to segue into inviting me. Rather though, he mentioned that this year he was bringing S along to his family vacation. I think he could see the confusion and devastation on my face because he immediately started to say that he wanted to bring me, but his family had known S for much longer than they know me, and that they love her so they don't mind paying for her to go on vacation with them. S has also had a tough year with her grandfather passing away, so he wants to take her on a trip to make her feel better and get her mind off of things. I was genuinely so shocked and so hurt that I excused myself to the bedroom, locked the door, and sobbed my eyes out. The next morning, D came and spoke to me, saying he was sorry but that this vacation probably won't be that fun anyways since my teen cousins are coming and that he would make it up to me by taking me out on a weekend trip sometime during the summer. I tried to explain to him that it hurts that he's putting another woman above me, his fiance, even if it's for a not fun family vacation. I have never been able to attend one of them before, and finally, just when I think I'm about to be included, I'm just not. The vacation will be a week long, and I'm already starting to feel insecure that he's picked another woman to go on a tropical family vacation with. I truly can understand how he wants to be a good friend and be there for his best friend while she's grieving a loss. But also at the same time, I could never imagine inviting one of my guy friends on a family vacation over my fiancé. It perplexes me, I suppose. I'm so confused on what to do or how to handle this situation. I want to respect his decision because I can appreciate that he can love and cherish another woman platonically. But at the same time, I feel so betrayed that while he's on family vacation with another woman, I will presumably be sitting at home feeling extremely left out. I've also been battling the urge to look through his messages with her. I don't want to invade his privacy, but I can't help but begin to think that if you invite another woman to a vacation with you, there is probably more than just a friendship in the pot. I don't really know how to bring up any sort of grievance I have about this without sounding like I'm jealous or clingy and, quite frankly, I'm not even sure if I should be upset. Should I be concerned that he invited her over me? Or do y'all think I'm overreacting? Personally, I don't think OP is overreacting. I don't understand why in this position, OP wasn't prioritized as the first option. Like, they should have fought for and advocated for OP to be there. He can't go and say, oh, well, the family like S and they know them for longer, so they wanted to bring her along. That is such a weaselly excuse, and it's also him saying, yeah, I didn't stick up for you or fight for you at all. I mean, I would be livid if he wanted to bring S along because she was having a hard time with OP. That's a completely different thing. But alone, just him and her? Grieving or not, I don't think there's too many people that are just going to be okay with that. Our next story is how to tell mother, 60-year-old female, her on-again, off-again boyfriend, 60-year-old male, cannot attend our family Christmas. I, 32-year-old female, have a situation brewing with my mother, 60-year-old female, leading up to the holidays in regards to an on-and-off-again boyfriend she has, and I need some advice on how to handle it. For some background, I have a very small family and I do not speak to my biological father or his side of the family. We never had a relationship. My mother's been married twice, once to my bio dad and once to my stepfather, and my relationship with my stepfather was terrible too borderline abusive as a child and teenager, my mother was not really a great parental figure growing up, 
but I've pushed aside many of my misgivings with her and her choices to continue to have an amicable adult relationship with her. Needless to say, I have some leftover baggage regarding her and her relationships that I'm still sorting through into adulthood. Since her second divorce, she has dated around. She's had, I believe, two to three long-term boyfriends with a handful of shorter stints with other men in between. I largely try to stay out of her dating life as she consistently makes bad decisions regarding these partners, but she refuses to change her own behaviors or assesses why she keeps ending up with these men she ends up hating for whatever reason. However, she has had an on-again, off-again relationship with a guy we'll call John, mid-60s-year-old male, for about 7 years that's been more off than on recently. In the beginning, John seemed fine. There were no glaring issues outside of lifestyle compatibility. You see, John is easily 300 pounds and considers eating an entire 60-ounce steak a hobby, whereas my mother is super active, runs marathons on a regular basis, swims, bikes, goes golfing, just lives an active lifestyle, but for a while they seemed to get along. As time went on, John became a bit of a curmudgeon and of course, like many boomer men, became incredibly political. About three years into the relationship, all my mother did was complain about how lame he was, about how he wouldn't take care of himself, didn't want to go anywhere or do anything, and in addition to this, John started having really aggressive Trump-flavored political conversations. I stayed out of it and let her vent, assuming she'd break the relationship off, and she did. About four months after she ended things with John, he showed up at a brewery we were at unannounced or being made aware they were in a relationship again, but they had gotten back together at that point, I assume. She never had a formal conversation with me about it. Another few years pass and the complaints don't change, in fact, they get more frequent. The situation changed about a year and a half ago when I was informed that yet again they had broken up. This time it was for real. She revealed to me that she had caught him messaging and calling another woman and that was the final straw. I even uninvited him from my wedding. At this point, I started to vocalize my displeasure with this man. I had had my own run-ins with him at this point and just personally disliked him and thought he was not only a bad match for my mother but also just kind of a jerk. Fast forward the past few months, my mother has been attempting dating again, although apparently with limited success. She for some reason invited some random man she had went out on three dates with to my one-year wedding anniversary get-together without telling me, and while he was nice enough, it was weird and off-putting. You may be seeing a pattern here. Through this, she continued to double down that she was not in contact with John, that his number was blocked and that he had no interest in being in any kind of relationship with him, friendly or otherwise. Now we're at present day. I signed into my Facebook to do my monthly review of my feed to see that my mother had been tagged in various events and photos with John. I could quite obviously see this, but I kept my mouth shut. I was on a trip during Thanksgiving this year, so I skipped our usual family gathering. My brother, 41-year-old male, informed me that when he went over for dinner that holiday weekend, John was there and had cooked the entire meal, again unannounced by my mother. They even took it a step further to discuss what the menu at Christmas would be. John has a bad habit of making elaborate, overindulgent meals, trashing my mother's kitchen, and then not lifting a finger to help clean up. This is a huge pet peeve of mine, and my mother knows it. After speaking to my brother, I sent a text message to my mother asking about Christmas dinner and who would be attending the gathering. 
She very vaguely spoke about steak. I don't really eat steak or maybe a lasagna and totally avoided the guest question before moving on to another topic. Since Dave has ceased to be the chef for holiday dinners, I've taken it over as I love to cook and I'm much cleaner and more considerate of her space when preparing meals. So it says a lot that she did not want to discuss the topic with me. Now I don't know what to do. She is horrible when it comes to confrontation. The reason we've been able to navigate any kind of relationship this long is I simply roll over and sweep a lot of stuff under the rug. We have a very surface level relationship, which she enjoys. We get to go out to dinner, do fun activities, and she enjoys having me as an adult friend rather than a mother-daughter relationship. If I'm being really honest with myself, I maintain a relationship with her more for her than myself. I feel like if I bring this up to her as a problem, it will backfire on me even though she's the one who has endlessly complained about this man and they've broken up and gotten back together now three separate times. I do not care what she does in her personal life. She can be with whomever she wants. I just don't want to hear about it anymore and I don't want this man at my family Christmas. If he were to be there without me being told, which based on her previous behavior is what is going to happen, I think I would turn around and leave, which would of course blow up into something bigger, I'm sure, and it would end up being my fault for ruining Christmas. So, Reddit, how do I handle this situation with my mother, who has the emotional maturity of a balloon, to set a boundary that I do not want John at our family's Christmas without it blowing up into a whole debacle? And even further, if they're choosing to be in some kind of situationship, that I want no part of it. Thanks for any advice you can provide. So I think fundamentally the problem here is OP doesn't want them to be with their mom and if they are, they don't want any part in being around them. But at the same time, if she is with him, they'll still want their mom at events without their partner, which I doubt is going to be realistically possible. I think either try to get along with her and her partner choices or accept that you're probably not going to be able to have a holiday celebration with your mom because Dave here is a breaking point for her. Our next story is, I, 34-year-old female, am feeling intensely desperate about having a baby now, and my partner, 32-year-old male, says he's scared. I, female 34, have been with my partner, male 32, for four years. We were both in agreement from the start that we wanted children, and that has never wavered for either of us. We are committed to each other, communicate well, and have been toying with the idea of having a kid soon without setting a specific timeline. I make good enough money, paid off all debt, and my partner is finishing up a competitive grad program. I was also a nanny in the evenings through my 20s and know what it's like to take care of infants and toddlers. I miss it intensely. I woke up a month ago knowing, just knowing, so desperately in my bones that I am over ready and want to try for a child now. I told my partner it was the feeling at the beginning of Mario Kart where the light goes bing, bing, bing. Bing! We are financially ready. My father, who is one of my best friends, is 79 and so excited to know a grandchild. If I became pregnant today, I would be over 35 when I had the baby and we are in solid agreement we want to try for two kids. It just feels like the most important things in life are at stake, but mostly for me. My partner's face was legit scared when I told him. We both know that we're committed to each other, but he feels it's not the right time for him. We'll be moving twice in the next two years for his career path. He's not making money yet. He's just feeling not ready in general. 
He doesn't know when he'd feel ready, but maybe six months, maybe a year? My question is, how much do I push without being a jerk? This matters so much to me. Maybe if I had younger parents, maybe if I were also 33, but everything in me is screaming for a baby. But it's such a big commitment for him as well, obviously. If I really pushed, I think he might reluctantly go forward with it. And I feel terrible putting pressure on him when it affects his whole life, but I do not want to wait a year. I do not. What is the right thing to do in this situation? Do I persuade and push hard? Is it wrong to put pressure on him? What would other reasonable people land on? I think it's definitely the wrong thing to push at all if somebody is hesitant about having a kid. Literally, it's just that big of a commitment that it is an absolute jerk move if somebody is not 100% on board to all of a sudden try to convince them and push them in that direction. I really believe that if you're going to have kids with somebody, you both have to be already all in. I think give them some time to really mull it over and process it. I think it's fair to say to them that you're ready for this and that you want this. Keep it in mind, talk about what goals he personally feels like they need to achieve for him to be comfortable and ready to have a child. I definitely wouldn't be pushing for now, 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 give me a decision right away, but I would definitely try to understand him and keep it in mind. You know, kind of slow it down and allow him to process and be ready to actually answer that question. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.